Our guest today is Noelle Asmar. She is the founder of SpaUniforms.com, now Noelle Asmar Group of Companies, a global entity with multiple divisions servicing clients around the world. Noelle is a recent recipient of the top 100 female entrepreneurs in Canada in 2014, and she's featured on the cover of Profits Magazine by the Business Development Bank of Canada. So Noelle's created this thriving, multifaceted international company, and she was so much fun to talk to because this woman, you can tell, is completely and 100% driven to pursue her passion, and I think that's what's greatly contributed to her success. She's very well-traveled. She's going to share with us some skin trends that she's seen taking place around the world recently, and she's going to talk a little bit about branding your beauty biz in a way that seems very genuine and authentic. So I hope you enjoy the show today, and one of the other things that I really want you to take away from this is I want you to be aware of how many beautiful and amazing people there are that stand behind us as beauty biz practitioners and work really hard to help us become more successful and to help us be taken seriously as professionals in the beauty biz industry. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm your host, Lori Crete. I am a licensed esthetician, spa owner, and beauty biz industry coach, consultant, and educator. I'm so excited to share my love of all things beauty industry related with you. So I invite you to join me each week as I feature compelling interviews with industry educators and leaders and inspirational success stories from my fellow beauty biz practitioners. Stay tuned for some powerful beauty biz inspiration. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm your host, Lori Cree, and today we have a guest by the name of Noelle Asmar, and she is the founder of Noelle Asmar Group. And you probably know her if you follow me through the amazing uniforms that I'm always talking about online. Welcome, Noelle. Well, thank you, Lori. Love what you're doing, too. I love how you're focused on really empowering the ladies behind the businesses and keeping them focused and giving them tips on how to make their own businesses successful. And we couldn't have too many mentors in our lives. So I, I love what you're doing, Lori. Great thank job. Thank you. Thank you for the kind words. I, I, I want to thank you for being here today because if I remember correctly, you just returned from Korea. I did. I did. Yes. <laughs> We're in lots of travel right now. And busy building our businesses globally. We are um, an enterprise that has multiple divisions under the Noel Asmar Group. Um, uniforms being the first division, really, that we started. And just a quick blurb on, on how, and more importantly, maybe why we do what we do, is my sister is an esthetician, and I was home visiting. I was working overseas in Europe and the Middle East for 10 years, and I was home visiting my sister, and she was pregnant, an esthetician, and didn't really have anything appropriate to wear to work. So I designed a, a uniform for her that stretched and was tailored and feminine and made her feel pretty while she was pregnant and one that she really could work with, one that moved with her. And when I realized I did some research globally and there was nobody in the world doing a spa uniform, nor was there such a term, um, I registered spauniforms.com and that's really how um, our company started. So it's very genuine to the desire to really make people feel good in all that they're doing and considering we spend more than eight, nine hours a day at work. Um, we are ladies at the end of the day. We want to feel good, look good and 
by walking out the door and feeling confident, you can really spend your time focused on your clients and um, not fussing over ourselves. Well, let's step back a little bit. I would like to know, first of all, I have to tell you my story surrounding you. I've been hearing about your uniforms forever. And I would used to be a flight attendant. The last thing I wanted to do was wear a uniform to work because I had to for 13, 14, 15 years. Right, right. And my girlfriend who lives back east said, no, you have to try Noelle's uniforms. They're mind blowing. And so I ordered some and I fell in love with them. And honestly, I didn't know that you were a person until one day you popped up in my Facebook inbox. I thought it was just a brand. And I'm like, oh my gosh, and you're beautiful. You fit the part. You have these perfect eyebrows and this great glowing skin. Oh, that's so nice. It was a very pleasant surprise to know there was actually a woman behind the brand creating all this. But I want you to tell me, how did you step into the workforce? Because I don't think it was in the beauty industry. Am I correct? You're right. So my my education is in hotel management consulting and uh, minor in marketing. And I went, after I graduated, born here in Vancouver, BC, Canada. And after I graduated, actually moved over to Beirut, of all places. And it was... Wait, wait, wait. I want to hear what takes you there. So, hotel management graduate. And I joined um, uh, the Bustani family that owned the the Metropole Casino in Monaco. And they were going to Lebanon to open up the first five-star resort in Beirut after the war. How and old were you when you stepped forward into this type of lifestyle? It's a baby. I was, uh, I was, geez, just shy of 20, I think. Wow. Well, you're a brave girl. Just shy of 20. It was fantastic. Anyways, long story short, I thought I would be there for maybe a year. I stayed for 10, uh, not with the same company, but I stayed in the region for 10 years. And I have to tell you that, um, A, as a woman, let's say, I'm, I was very empowering to be a woman in that area of the world. I, I used to do business trips to Kuwait, to Qatar, to all of these areas where perhaps us North American women, that wouldn't be the first um, you know, place on our wanting to go list. But uh, it was fantastic. And I have to say that um, you know, understanding women, all the different situations that we encounter, and both as, you know, professionals and going into our own lives and raising our own families. I have three children, three young children. My youngest daughter's three and two boys, seven and nine. So I'm sure Lori, as you know, it's, it's busy. These are busy days. And so we look for clever ways to get through our days with, um, leaving enough time for balance. Right. Yeah. You know, that's one of the things that comes up the most when I help, you know, when I consult with women or I coach them is that, you know what, it's overwhelming to try to balance everything. Now, do you have a trick? Like what kind of support do you have at home? If you have three young children and you're traveling and running this amazing business? I have really, I'm very lucky, Lori, because I have a great, I'm married, have a very supportive husband. And we just agreed once we started having children that our company was taking off and it made sense that I continued to run after these passions of ours and he stays home with the kids. I'm seeing so, this more and more. Yes. And he loves it. He's a passionate daddy. He's not one of those dads. He, he embraces the role with um, all f- hands on. And, um, you know, we do have some help that he's a lucky guy. I say. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have to do all the others, but it's great. And, you know, I think it's about filtering and being disciplined, Lori. I think we have lots of chaos in this world and lots of distractions, and you have to filter through the noise. You have to, for your own business and for yourself, 
I always meant try to mentor women that, you know, we want to be everything to everybody. And we, at the end of the day, never feel like we're doing enough. Yeah, we, that's so true. And I kind of want to go back for a minute. So you, uh, your life is very interesting. You leave this hotel 10 years later Mm-hmm. And I want to, I, what I want to do is investigate and find out how you ended up where you are today. Where did you go next after Beirut and being with this hotel organization? So I was there for just a little over four years. And then I got recruited out of Switzerland to join a firm that was marketing, was responsible for marketing digitally four and five star properties worldwide. And I managed, I was the regional director of business development for the Middle East because I was there, um, North Africa and parts of West Asia. So to to speed up a little bit, of course, I was one of those girls, did sewing up to grade 12. It was always a hobby, fashion, obviously, a, um, an interest. And my evenings when I'd be on business trips in Vietnam and in, uh, you know, Taiwan, Hong Kong and India, I'd spend my evenings in the fabric markets. I just find myself doing that. So one season, I was designing some things for myself. Some friends in Beirut were like, can you design some things for me? And I started doing that. And I actually created a full women's collection, evening wear, dresses, suiting, coats. And I did two seasons and realized I loved the design. I was really, really passionate about it. But I wasn't um, passionate about the reason I was designing. Like, just to pump out clothes, pretty clothes, really honestly didn't have a lot of meaning to me. So when I came home and um, did this for my sister, that was something I could be passionate about because it melded, amalgamated two things I'm passionate about, the hospitality industry, which that is my, you know, my profession by, by trade, and um, the beauty industry, the wellness side of our industry, how we are helping people. Um, I'm passionate about both. So I, I really love, I love what I get to do. I, what you said is right on made your uniforms are made for the way you move. I can't tell you how many uniforms I've tried throughout the years and I can't move my arms forward in them. Like I would never be able to reach my client's face to do an eyebrow wax. Your uniforms are so unique and the fabric, I'm sure it's your trade secret, but how do you pick these fabrics? Where do you find them? Because there's nothing else like them on the market. You're right. It, and, and you're absolutely right. It's it's all about the made, the way you move. And that's everything that we do, including our equestrian division. If you can't work on it, it you know, it's not good enough to just feel like it looks pretty. But the fabrics in the spa industry, as you know, we are subjecting ourselves to so many different, you know, oils, waxes. Yes. Um, we have physical jobs, massage therapists. They're, they're, they're working out five times a day, you know. And there is nothing static about what estheticians and the beauty industry really is doing. So stretch, everything we do stretches. Key, first and foremost. We won't touch a fabric or even start working with a fabric unless we've got a percentage of spandex in it. And then we're busy ladies. Who wants to be sending our garments off to the dry cleaners? And, you know, I don't want to sit long waiting time. So you'll notice, you've probably noticed, Lori, you can pull our garments out of the wash and they almost come out dry. Yeah, I put them on a hanger and they're ready to go the next morning. It really does make my life much more convenient. And you know, I'm I'm sure you're aware of this. Something else that happened when I started wearing this uniform is the fact that it turned me into a client attraction magnet. If I go get a cup of coffee in my uniform, people ask me, yes. oh, what do you do? Are you an esthetician? Are you a massage therapist? I've gotten more clients since I started wearing your uniforms just by being out and about. It's an amazing, almost like a business card that you can wear. 
It is absolutely that. Can we shift the conversation to a little bit to that? Like, I think, you know, coming from the marketing and the hospitality world where we know that the hospitality world is more sophisticated than the spa industry still because they're a little bit further ahead. I would love to talk about this, especially with you since you're so well-traveled because you're seeing stuff that many of us do not get the opportunity to see. It's very interesting trends. You know, Lori, I mean, a good short 12 years ago, spas were pretty much standalone and they were not part of the hospitality business model. And today to acquire four or five star property, you do need to have a spa in there for the most part. So our world has changed. It's become a way of life. It's no longer just a luxury. And going to the spa is part of our wellness routine. So the, the perception of spa is starting to change and, and the education to support it. But getting back to the branding, I think that was one of the most inspirational reasons for me to start our uniform division because what was very evident was that spa professionals and spas weren't taking their brand seriously. They, their decision. Yeah. Thank you for saying that because they say this all the time. People go, Lori, how did you build such such a successful business so quickly? I always knew this was going to be my career and I took it seriously that way. So that message is so in line with how I feel about my job as an esthetician and owning a spa. So thank you for that. It's music to my ears. We know you, Lori, so that you've done a great job of doing that. And, you know, in the days where people didn't have social media and it wasn't so easy to be, quote unquote, known or get your name out there, even more important to have your branding down. So when when we talk about branding and you and I were talking earlier about purposeful, you know, being purposeful in the in the way we go about our day. And of course, to me, that translates into time well spent and Editing out the noise is what I always say. I feel like when you talk about when you know your brand, you need to know your brand. It dictates all the decisions you make for your company and makes a difference to those meetings you take or you don't take. All those sales calls you get from people and you're like, just, you know, if you know exactly what your brand is about, instantly that that filters through how you respond to people. A way I like to teach branding in my business is to teach these estheticians and these spa owners and these beauty biz practitioners that it's really your vision and it's your vision to surround your core values. And it sounds like that's what you've brought into your company. Yeah, it is. It is. We are run. Not that I'm a feminist by any means. I was just going to say the same thing, but (laughs) branding is changing. It used to be a very masculine thing and it's not anymore. It's not. It's not. I read an interesting thing from the Harvard Business Review and it, and it gave Two lists, you know, describe traits of a woman, feminine traits, and describe masculine traits. And if you look at the feminine traits, nothing screams out leadership. But you look at the masculine traits, and they all innately scream out leadership. So women in traditional roles have never been, been, how can I say this, they allow almost their careers, obviously not in, in general, but they allow the careers to create their own paths instead of them creating their paths. And as estheticians and as those in the wellness industry, it is predominantly female. And it's time that they have tools and people like yourself, Lori, that are helping to mentor them along the way and empower them because there's nothing they can't do. 
you know, when I first got into the whole coaching and consulting thing, a lot of people were saying, well, Lori's just in it for the money. Lori's just in it for the money. And I really had to prove myself and my brand because it's, it's not about that. It's really empowering women. And I want them to see the value they can bring to the world and how they really can create a business that seems purpose-driven and something they're proud of and how this is a beautiful way to support your family. It doesn't surround money. Yes. Good for you. Yep. I think you follow your passions and the aesthetics world again is a, is a world where we're taking care of people. And I feel you have to represent the role as well. You have to be inspirational to your clients. And as you said, you're wearing, for example, a uniform, one aspect of it, but you're dressed for success. You look the part, you're professional. If you don't drive to work or to greet your client looking professional instantly, it is a knock on our professionalism and what they will trust you with in what you suggest, make suggested sales to them or what treatments you might recommend. It's amazing what that impression has an impact on your business. I agree. First impressions, whether you want to believe it or not, are hugely important and impactful. And, and they do build client loyalty as well. Yeah. I wanted to go back a little bit and ask you, is your sister really involved in helping you with the designing of the uniforms? I looked at your lookbook yesterday to check it all out. And there's some really amazing pieces in there. Oh, thank you. Well, we have um, Patricia is her name. She, she will, she wears, of course, all of our garments. She might get in a little trouble if she didn't. <laughs> she, so she, she does wear all our garments. She's still very active. She owns the facial room.ca and so she's all about facials and, and making you feel good. They, she's always said how empowering they are, but much like yourself, Lori, she tells me how much her clients comment on how she's looking. Yeah. So like she's wearing, or can I buy that? And like this, we have so many of her clients that have bought our garments just to wear, obviously not for a uniform, but just to wear out. So it's kind of fun. I've actually purchased some of your clothing. I got a great sweater from your website last year and I wear it all the time. I think the key word is versatile. Your stuff is something you can wear every single day. And I don't feel weird going out to dinner in it if I don't have time to go home after work. Nice. That's nice to hear. That's that's what we strive for. You know, in our equestrian division, we have another uh, division in equestrian. And our motto there is in and out of the ring. So you can wear our garments to ride or you can wear them out and out for the evening. And we try to do that, which gives you value. Your pieces should be able to take you to more than one place. You know, it's funny. A lot of my esthetician friends are horse people. Yes. I'm not because I've had three experiences where I've gotten on them and all three times been just completely <laughs> thrown off. I don't know if they sense my fear, but no. there's something magical. And I find that people that are feel this way about horses and the whole lifestyle are really neat people. And I can tell you've brought a lot of that into your business as well. Oh, you know, it's, again, I really believe it's just following what you're passionate about. You know, we have horses at home and I was looking for this jacket I could not find in the market, one that I could wear horseback riding out in the rain because in BC we get our fair share of it. And uh, so I designed a coat that transformed into almost a dress that covers you and your saddle out in the rain, but super feminine, very modern, very pretty. And um, that was the start of the equestrian division. And again, just like uniforms, I never did the first piece with the intention of starting a company to, to, to you know, continue with. So it's always been just things that you're passionate about. And doesn't that make you interesting? If you're really passionate about something, if you're faking it, that's not interesting. Well, I think when you're passionate about it, you actually attract 
your, what I call your BCE, your ideal client, somebody who's going to appreciate what you do. Yeah, I agree. I want to ask you, was there a time, because just talking to you now, it sounds like, and I think we all put this out there where, where life is beautiful and it was always easy. Was there a time that you said, I don't want to do this. This is a struggle. I'm out. No, never. <laughs> no, no. Awesome. I, I, you know, but no, definitely not. I, I feel just as crazy. Like my husband's always telling me, I mean, what's next? What's next? Because no, I, I really love it. But in all fairness, you know, I have three children and while I was having babies, I did a lot of my work from home to maintain balance. Um, and I have a great team around me. Your VP of sales, Craig, is just incredible. I talked to him for a little while yesterday. He gave you a huge compliment. He said, Noelle is about as perfect as you can be to a human being. <laughs> and if somebody that works for you says that, you know that you're doing something right. Oh, that's really nice. Well, we do. I don't know. I, I guess. You said we, you said something earlier. It's about, it's about, you know, I say to my staff starting, you know, running a business, the CEO of a business, we have multiple divisions. To me, it's like running a family. It's like raising a family. You have all these come, you know, denominators that all these people with their own visions and their own ambitions and dreams, but you got to get to know the people, right? That's, that's what makes your business. You have to know the people. And we, we bring in a personal trainer twice a week that comes in and trains our staff and, you know, we don't let people stay over. We don't do overtime. It's like, get out of the office. If you've done five, six o'clock at night and you still have a lot of work to do, either you need to get more organized or you need to ask for help. And I think that if you just talk to, they're not numbers, they're people. And I love that. I need to hang around you more because I'll work until five in the morning. I can't stop. And then you're not a productive. I mean, you're only as productive as we can at <laughs> five o'clock in the morning. Oh my God. That's a long time, girlfriend. I know. I call it the witching hour. I get no distractions. (laughs) Light a candle, have a cup of tea and work away. Uh, It it is crazy, though. I have to learn to step away. So it's it's nice learning from people like you because I think you have a lot to bring to the table. And really, don't you believe we're as successful as the five people we choose to hang out with the most? It's really who you have in your life. It's so true. You never are doing it alone. That's for sure. Now, I have two questions about business. Well, one about business... And then one about your travels. The first one is, how do you find your clients? Are you guys big into the trade shows? Do you advertise? Because it seems like you have a great flow going in your business. Well, for the first, so we started in 2002. So backtrack a little bit. I started, we only do a couple of shows a year in uniforms. Um, We advertise uh, a bit, not a lot, not overly. But we've had amazing success with, with, you know, that people move around a lot in our industry and spa directors that move to another property will take us with them. And, and we've, we've done really well with the groups, the chains. Um, and I just think, you know, chin down, nose down, just work. Yeah. Just hard. There's no, there's no secret to success. It's, there's no flicking a switch and it all just comes. But we, one unique thing is, uh, you know, Craig might've told you, I didn't have a sales team until two and a half years ago. No, I didn't know that. So it was all in-house. It was all inbound calls and inbound emails. Really, we invest heavily into our website so that we've got a global reach. Um, And we focused, honestly, Lori, customer service, customer service, customer service. Oh, my gosh. 
I'll never forget. I was sitting at the airport in Los Angeles going on vacation and somebody from your team called me to tell me my top that I ordered was going to be like a week late being, and I stared at the phone for a second. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Nobody's ever called to tell me that before. So you're true to your word. Thank you. I love those stories. Yes. That's what we strive for. And honestly, that goes a lot that that goes so viral. Yeah. The fortunes in the follow-up, just let people acknowledge them, acknowledge that you want more than their money and let them know their business is important to you. Yeah. And be it important to you, you know, like yes. they your bread and butter, they are important to you. And, you know, we've got a lot of, um, well, we are 95% women. So Craig is very outnumbered, here. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, total caretakers. When I look at some of the people on our staff, it's like they mother these, our clients and I love it. I love it. And so that's how we've grown our business. It's not, so going back to trade shows, let me talk a little bit about going international. You probably noticed on uh, Facebook that we have made a big push. 2015 is a strategic year for global growth. Um, we sell and to more than 65 countries, 4,000 cities around the world today, but we do it all ourselves from headquarters. And this year we just set up an office with a local agent in uh, London in the UK last month. And then the month previous in Dubai to manage the Middle East, North Africa. Um, and I just got back from Seoul, Korea a couple of days ago. So we were setting up um, West Asia and going into Australia fairly shortly. So boots on the ground was a, is a big move for us. And that is how we are going globally so we can take our products, get it to them faster and maintain our customer service when there's all these time change differences. Yeah, it, that does make it a little bit crazy. My sister's in Australia right now, and we're very close. And it's been hard even talking to her on the phone. I can't imagine doing business internationally that way. It's a different form of organization, I'm sure. It is. It is. I do want to talk to you about Korea and when you were just there, because this is something that keeps coming up in my world, how advanced their skincare is. Were you immersed in any of that? Were you at a show or did you speak there? Or was it strictly just for the uniform business? Uh, I wasn't there for the uniform business. I was there for our equestrian division, actually. Well, our lifestyle apparel. We had a shop opening up in the Hyundai Mall, which is owned by the Hyundai family. And Lab 108 is a really high-end boutique that took us on. So I was there for that. But having said that, there's nobody, there's no woman there that doesn't talk about skincare. Really? It's shocking, Lori. It's shocking. And you go to, like, the Hyundai Mall, which is very ritzy property and you know you have more Hermes stores in Seoul Korea I think than you have in any other metropolitan city it's unbelievable but they have a whole department area of their local skincare brands so they support the local community oh in a huge way well they're they're very loyal to like they are they are skin they're all about their skin these women are all about their skin. I've just been hearing so much. It seems to be something we're just becoming aware of in this part of the world, how amazing their products are. Did you happen to get your hands on any skincare products while you were over there? <laughs> I, you know, I did not have a lot of time, but you know, lots of serums, um, lots of, lots of serums. I think I've got a little visitor here. My daughter, I think is coming into my office. So if you hear anything, Oh, that's okay. Family time. Lots of serums, lots of things like uh, ginseng, of course infused into their products because you know they're they're big believers in, in the power of ginseng so lots of local type products that they infiltrate into their cosmetic lines and uh, you cannot count how many local cosmetic companies there are so we are interested also so our agent is taking on our uniforms because we started talking about it and this skincare industry is 
it's unreal. Booming over there. Booming. Booming. Wow. When did you actually get back? Are you talking to me totally jet lagged? Oh, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you sound amazing. I know though, when I fly in or when I used to fly internationally, when I got home, I needed three days with no brain work at all. I don't get that. I just have to go straight in. The key is just don't stop. As soon, uh, yeah. as, you stop, as, soon as you stop, you want to go to sleep. No, I'm good. I'm really good. Um, no, I, I feel good. Anyways, maybe people around me are saying something otherwise, but I, I feel pretty good. No, you sound fresh. I'm actually very impressed. Like I said, my brain turns off for a few days after I travel. So I'm like, wow, she's sounding on top of everything. I didn't know if you did a shot of zing, uh, ginseng <laughs> before you called me. <laughs> I did, but you know, talking about like the skincare industry around the world, having you know, I I was just in Italy, I was just in the UK, looking at local brands, international brands. I met with a Swiss company. If any of you are interested in any getting rights to any, if you've got big enough businesses and robust enough branding and marketing power behind you, there are, I am constantly contacted by cosmetic lines, international cosmetic lines, looking to break into the U.S. market. In fact, I was speaking on a panel in the U.K. at the Professional Beauty Show, and uh, I was speaking, they had hot markets set up, so I was speaking on the U.S. markets, and I have been honestly bombarded by companies asking for help to get into to North America, so I'm just going to put that out there, Lori. Oh, that's great. So they're looking for kind of distribution in the States, Distrib- somebody to support that? Expertise. Not just distribution, distribution with skincare expertise. Wow, that's amazing. So what would somebody that was interested in bringing on or taking on something like this do? Like what's the next best step? Do they contact you? Do they like, how would somebody go about this? How about they contact you and you let me know and okay. then I kind of get the ball going. That might be, that might be an effective way to do it. Definitely. There's a, there's a contact Lori on lorikrete.com. So you can let me know and I'll forward your information over to Noel. Sounds great. I know you have a family life and you're running a biz and you have all this crazy stuff going on. And again, I truly appreciate you being here today. And I'm going to ask you if you had to give our listeners in the beauty world, three tips on success, three quick tips, what would they be? Be disciplined about your branding, know what you want to be and make every decision that will support that goal. That is the number one thing I recommend to us. Second thing, continue to diversify what you might expose yourself to new things, travel, do whatever you have to do, read, stay on top of books, business books. They are maybe not your most exciting topic if you're not interested in that, but they are very vital to having um, the business knowledge you need to make your business successful. And stay tuned to people like Lori, like yourself, because you need mentorship. Don't go at it alone. There's people that have done this before. Why reinvent the wheel? So your resources, my top three things, tap into your resources like yourself. Be disciplined about your branding and be everything about branding. Every moment you have an opportunity to tactfully um, represent your brand, that's what you have to do. You have to be marketing yourself. You can't just be taking care of people or you won't have the business to support what you love to do. I love the brand information because it feels like when you can come from a place of my brand instead of self-promotion, it really removes the icky feeling from the sales process. You can all of a sudden let people know in a proud way you're open for business. I appreciate that advice. Thank you. Well, thank you, Lori. I appreciate being on with you. Thanks, Noelle. How can these girls find you if they want a piece of your amazing uniform collection? 
go to noelleasmaruniforms.com. And if you're interested in lifestyle apparel with cashmere knits and great outerwear, you can go to asmarequestrian.com. Will you spell it just so they get it? A-S-M-A-R-E-Q-U-E-S-T-R-I-A-N.com. So asmarequestrian.com. And for all you lady fashion lovers, there's beautiful Italian leather-made handbags and um, a whole bunch of treats. So Awesome. And I guess we're being kind of uh, small-minded here because you do have a lot of men uniforms, male uniforms as well. (laughs) We got the man thing going on. And we're not like that. So. Um, yes, we've got got things to coordinate. And this is where the women lead, to be honest. Um, we do the women's collections, and then we make sure we have suitable men's um, coordinates that match what the women are wearing. And you do have handsome models. So even if you ladies want to go look at that. <laughs> That's right. A little eye candy for you. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Yes. yes. All right, Noel. Thank you so much for joining us. Get some rest. Go enjoy your family and have a beautiful day. I appreciate your time. Thank you. And thanks for being dedicated to the spa industry. We need more people like you, Lori. Oh, I appreciate the kind words. Thank you. Take care, everybody. <laughs> have a great day. Bye, Noel. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Beauty Biz Show. I hope this episode leaves you feeling inspired to live beautifully. If you'd like a copy of my free report, six simple strategies to generate a dramatic increase in your beauty biz income and fill your appointment book with valuable clients, please visit www.lauricrete.com. Or if you'd like to book an appointment at my spa in Los Angeles, please visit www.thespa10.com. Thanks again for tuning in to the Beauty Biz Show.